Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome everyone. This is Garrett sounding deeper and more serious than usual because I have the con crud. That's not going to stop me, however, from recording this and telling you that what you're about to hear is Patrick Beja and myself talking about our first impressions of World of Warcraft Shadowlands, Diablo 4, and a little bit of Overwatch 2. This was recorded live on the floor of BlizzCon, as you are about to hear. That said... I'm pretty happy with how much background noise I was able to remove from this, so I hope you enjoy. Hey, Garrett. Hey, Patrick. Where are we? Uh, We are at BlizzCon. We are at BlizzCon, and that's why you're hearing some background noise, because uh, they don't, you know, there's no quiet to record. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I guess people listening already know we are at BlizzCon, because Scott probably put an intro to this. Uh, I, w- I would friggin' hope so. Or you put an intro to it, or I put it, depending on what feeds it. There will on. be an intro. Yeah, we're, yes. We're literally sitting in a hallway outside the media room, uh, and there's just so much to talk about. And um, we only have 20 minutes to do it. Well, we could start recording again, and yeah. Oh, Anyways, okay. um, yeah, so we are on a show called The Instance, which is technically a World of Warcraft podcast, even though it talks about everything. So maybe we should start there. Uh, how are you feeling? about Shadowlands? You know, I wasn't really feeling it initially because I haven't been into WoW for a little while. BFA was um, not working for me so much. And uh, we went to the... I watched one of the panels yesterday and we went to the deep dive panel today and they are doing a lot of interesting things. I'm assuming that people listening to this have seen the uh, trailer and the, inf- the, the, the uh, cinematic. And so we're not going to go into that. But the systems are focused. And something that we started discussing with the success of WoW Classic, which we didn't really think was going to happen necessarily, was the uh, um, bringing back some of the more traditional WoW uh, elements into the next expansion is happening. They are doing a lot of uh, um, unrolling some of the things that they pushed over from you know the past two expansions. That, that's also what I am so fascinated by, like outside of the lore stuff, because let's face it, that cinematic was basically pornography aimed <laughs> at you? me. Yeah, but uh, the I, 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 we've been talking about this a little bit on the show. I feel like it's been coming up more and more, but like when you're not around for for some reason. Um, but I know I've mentioned this to Scott, is that I am really anxious to see the lessons they're learning from Classic being applied to retail. Uh, and I think that's exactly what we're seeing. And the interesting thing is that they didn't, you know, wait for Classic to come out and go like, oh, it's people like it. Because obviously development started way before two months ago when Classic came out. Um, so I guess they've been doing a lot of... Uh, deep reflection about the issues that BFA and, and other 
versions of the game had and decided, I don't think they're going to be bringing back everything, obviously, but there are things like um, the, the, the end game zone. They've been very insistent on the idea that it is going to be more dangerous and challenging than things have been in the past. Um, the class identity rather than spec identity is something they've been focusing on a lot. Uh, just the, the focus of the features in the expansion, you know, when we came out of the presentation for BFA, probably, you know, a year ago, I, there was a lot of things that seemed kind of cool, but we weren't sure what they were going to be. And there was, it was like a scattershot approach. There were five features. And in this one, there's like two, but they're really uh, uh, interesting and developed. Yeah, I, I was like sitting there kind of like, okay, and what's the islands? Yeah. And like there really isn't one. No, I mean, isn't. there was that unique tower dungeon system, but like... Which is a roguelike uh, kind of, which is crazy. I kind of love everything I've heard about that. Yeah. Uh, even though I, I can't obviously recall the technical name from memory because we're not sitting here with show the notes. Torghast, Tower of the Dam. Oh, well, damn, dude. <laughs> Mr. Mr. I, oh, I wasn't sure about it at first, and you're like <laughs> popping off names. Next, you're gonna. Next, you're gonna I'd tell me. Paying attention. Next, you're gonna tell me you know the identity of the jailer. At this point, it's gonna. Uh, be, it's, it's Arthas, right? It's gotta well, be Arthas. I'm, Arthas is dead. Well, yeah. I, yeah. No, no. 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 It's not Arthas. We're in the zone with all the dead. That is people. true. That is true. Arthas <laughs> is totally coming back. Um, right? Like we're. Got, no, he's gonna be he's in the not. Maw. No, I would be. I well, I mean, he might be in the mall. Maybe he he'll just show up and say, hey, I'm there, but I'm stuck because I can't go back. I'm too much of an evil person. But I don't think... If they bring back Arthas, I won't be very happy. I don't mean, like, resurrect him. I mean, we're going to encounter his spirit. In oh, Maul. okay, yes. Well, that's yes, okay, that's for happen. sure. Yes, I agree. By back, right, I yes. mean, he's, he will be a force to be reckoned with. Mm. Although not physical. Maybe. I think he's just going to pop up and ghost, say hi. Ghost Arthas. Yeah, ghost Arthas. I mean, it already popped up and said hi if you played a Death Knight through Legion. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. You did you it missed wrong. out. <laughs> you did it wrong. And that's the other thing that's uh, really interesting. The the um, because you talk about Legion, so I think about class holes, and then we get to the covenants. Did you just say holes? Class holes. Oh, that makes more well, sense. <laughs> no, uh, Legion. I was like, man, who? Who you know? hurt you in Legion? <laughs> um, <laughs> covenants are essentially um, factions you align yourself with, uh, and there are four choices in uh, in Shadowlands, and they give you abilities that you can like. Everything that they talked about in that respect sounded cool, like the abilities, the mounts, the linking yourself to a uh, kind of a companion. It was like soul binding. But it's not, a companion sounds boring, but this is not what it is. You get abilities that you have talent trees for that you can customize and player agency and customization and being able to choose what kind of upgrades you get. Like they have the, it seems they're doing away with a lot of the RNG. There's no AP grinding. Um, it's all giving you choices about a lot of how you, you uh, enjoy the game. And, uh, yeah, it seems, I hate it when people say, oh, they finally listen, because it's not like they're not listening. They're always listening. They just happen to disagree with 
some of the most vocal people in the community sometimes. Well, there's a, there's, a, there's a constant push and pull of wanting to innovate while also not losing what yeah, makes the exactly. game the game. I mean, at, at its core, that's one of the biggest challenges of an ongoing game. Yeah. I mean, hell, even if it's not ongoing, that's the biggest challenges of, of, of uh, straight up sequels mm -hmm. to box products. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and, and there was so much spent on the, the kind of deep dive panel we went to talking about what worked and what didn't. Yeah. And then it, it was it seemed really self-aware. Uh, and I think that's fine. Uh, and, and, and to a certain degree, I don't think they're necessarily like showing their belly to their harshest critics. But I think a lot of us, like the general public, there are things we think they've gone too far and other things that we like. And I think that's that's who yeah. I thought they were talking to. It was kind of like, hey, general yeah. WoW player that's been around since Vanilla or BC or Lich King, you know, do you think we went too far? We think we went too far. Here's the cool older things that are coming back. And I think that's important to understand is that if you constantly listen to the people who don't like things, you, you're paralyzed and you never change anything. And I don't think that's good either. But yes, you do need to have the clarity of mind of sometimes saying, okay, these things we tried, it was, it seemed interesting, but it ended up not working. Yeah. And so rolling them back and talking about changing things, the level squish is, you know, a thing which is just going to be a bunch of numbers. But what it means for the leveling experience is really interesting. And the fact that you can choose an expansion to level through for your alts and it's going to be so much faster they said 60 to 70 percent faster which is crazy for 10 to 50 like yes, that's 10 to 50 as that's banana town but it's it's needed it's really i needed. guess so and that's the kind of thing where i look at them like there's an example of like really stepping away from cl the classic mentality mm. of the really long leveling experience because that's not re what retail is about yeah in retail we the, the majority of the player base is at end. exists within the new zone, the new expansion. And yeah, leveling is cool and it should be, and, and it should, you should have to go through it at a certain degree, but it shouldn't feel like a chore. Yeah. You shouldn't feel gated. You should be kind of excited to go do it, to have that experience, to learn your class. And, and that's what I like. There was definitely a split in that presentation about here's the ways we've learned and we're taking a new step we're trying something new and experimenting and taking a risk in the leveling and here's your favorite old abilities that are coming back here's what we've learned from looking to the past yeah. for inspiration uh and yeah i don't know i thought it was a fantastic presentation and and it got me really i mean i was already excited because like i said that cinematic <laughs> just all i ever wanted to see um but i i, I really doubled down after the panel, uh, because it, it, it hit on so many things I was curious about. Um, they didn't mention flying. I'm hoping to God that they're like, hey, we're not going to make you grind rep endlessly to fly. Yeah, I wouldn't hold two my Two patches too into much. the experience. Because, <laughs> uh, like, that's, that, that's the thing. I, uh, mm. I don't know. That's my personal torch like, <laughs> that I will carry to my grave is that they settled on the wrong way. To, uh, to unlock flying, yeah. but whatever. Uh, we'll see. It's a, it's a it's a side thing, I guess. But you played you played the game. Yeah, I, it's I did. The, it's the one I didn't. So yeah, they've got Bastion did. playable on the floor, the mm. Zone of Bastion, which I don't think honestly probably the one I'm the least interested in. It's like okay. beautiful winged blue skinned Greek <laughs> goddess and gods walking around in togas, and they're wonderful. Mm. I want some friggin' vampires. 
You're such a niche store. Dude, I love, I, love, I love, no, I'm like a gothic romance. Okay. Like, that's what I like. Like, oh, like a beautiful, creepy, blood-covered vampire romance film. Like, that's my jam. It seems that's what you're going to get. Yes, that I hope zone, so. Um, is I exactly so. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can get down with Skulls and Spikes as much as the next person, but, like, a Victorian gov with gray skin and beautiful hair. That's it. That's me. Sign me up. I'm there. But uh, so the question I have about the game is that no matter how they dress it up, the game ends up being at its core the same, you know, go do a quest and <laughs> go kill some stuff and then come back. And, yeah. you know, the, the moment to moment is still that. Right? It's still World of Warcraft. Right. It is still World yeah, of Warcraft. From classic to not. now, it's, it's get still... quest, do quest, hand in quest. <laughs> Like for your no, because I'm, I'm saying that because you know sometimes you hear the presentations and you listen to the things and you watch the stuff and you're like, oh my god, and, and then you get to the demo and you're like, oh well, I'm playing WoW, which you know sometimes is is great, sometimes isn't. I've enjoyed Legion tremendously for months and years, um, but it's just yeah, that's the feeling. You go and you get a quest and that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, you need it, though. It's still the way, like, to start the story, to see yeah. the world, to progress through it. I, I still think that's necessary. I, I know, uh, you know, some folks have put forward, like, why don't we just get rid of that? Get rid of levels entirely. And mm. it's like, no. I mean, just still, do an end game and that's it. I still want them, you know, I still like that carrot and stick as a way to move through a new level, like a new x amount of levels to a new end game like i i like that i don't want it to go away um i was again another like little thing in the back of my mind was like i hope they get rid of level scaling and zones i like the old school progression of if i went too far because i was curious oh god i shouldn't be here i'm dead now because i stepped and i guess I that's gonna that. be that's i don't know if it is actually gonna be mm. happening because the zones are seems separated so i don't know that you can venture all the way into yeah i haven't talked to anyone about it or yeah. you know again i always make this joke when we're at blitzcon hi listeners at home we're on the show floor you know more than we do yeah in terms of hard facts uh but um, but, um because you know we're still here running between panels and stuff yeah uh and, uh, so it, it, it I, it's kind of irrelevant to a certain but that's just a, a personal thing i'm assuming it's still scaling because we're picking seems. a covenant we are selecting a covenant, so I would assume that it, because of four covenants, so, kind of associate with four zones. Yeah, but the thing is, you so the first time you go through, you go in order through the different the four covenants, and you uh, follow the story. You can't just pick it immediately. The first time you go through, you do number one, number two, number three, number oh, four. Oh, it's a predetermined linear yes. progression. Yeah. And ah. then at the end, you choose the covenant, but you've tried each of them, and you get the perks and the abilities. And oh, okay, I misunderstood. Yeah. Okay, never and mind. And then when you uh, level an alt through that, since you've already done it, which is a common theme in in that uh, expansion, since you've already done it, they're like, you can choose whichever one you want, and you can choose your covenant from the beginning, and it makes leveling an alt easier. Um, but you, should, reason, you should have cut me off. You let me sit there and sound like a jackass yeah. for about a minute. <laughs> no, but the thing is, I still think there's going to be some level of scaling because um, the different zones seem separated. It's yeah. almost like islands. So you can't go to the zone you're not supposed to, I think. But we'll yeah. see. And the, the reason I was talking about that, you know, it's just a quest, quote unquote, is that they talk about the features for Endgame where in retail, as we mentioned, even though questing and leveling is important, the real thing happens at Endgame. And I would love to try out Korgath, that little 
uh, roguelike type adventure, which is very developed. Mm -hmm. um, and that would be something that's, that's a little bit different. The, the quests I will enjoy when the game comes out and, you know, I go through the story. So that's... But, um, yeah, so that's World of Warcraft. Yeah, I, I'm really excited, you know. Uh, my my uh, narrative concerns and complaints are well documented with Sylvanas, uh, but whatever, however she got to here, I'm anxious for the next chapter. I have to say, okay, before we move on, I do want to mention, um, Sylvanas, I don't think they are quite retconning her motivation. <laughs> no, Siri, shut up. Um, I don't think they're quite retconning the story into me liking the story of BFA for Sylvanas, but... I mean, that's not what I was suggesting, because that's oh, definitely okay. not happening with me either. Right. No, but I yeah. mean, it, it, it's justifying it a little bit more. Like, she's literally just trying to kill as many people as possible. I still think... Maybe. It's dumb. We may I, find that, out. Hey, yes. Yes. Hi. That's nice to meet you. And this is where Patrick met a fan. You, you were saying that she is just actively trying to kill as many people as possible, and I still I mean, think possibly. it's possibly. Uh, you know, maybe there's some big reveal at the end of this. Where well, because she's working with the jailer apparently, or at least you know, hoping to obtain something out of that. And yeah, anyway, well, story stuff. But <laughs> I thought it was an, an, an interesting twist in the story. Yeah. Possibly. I, I, Possibly. Think, I think so much of it is still, like, mysterious. Like, we don't yeah. really know her goal besides mass murder, and we have no idea well, who the jailer is other than we should be afraid of the jailer. No, but it was like she's trying to send, because the souls are going into the maw directly and not going through the arbiter, and yep. she was trying, and, and the jailer, and apparently herself as well, grows stronger the more souls are into the maw. And that's why she gets all of those weird powers that we didn't know she had. Um, and so by killing everyone, she's gaining power and sending them directly into the mall. So there's a little bit of a logic there. It still doesn't explain why the Horde was like, yeah, she's awesome, when she was literally a psychotic murderer. Like, that's what we're learning now. But um, The conversation yeah, for anyway. another day, for yes, sure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. Um, but let's shift gears real quick to uh, to Diablo. Uh, yes. Since Scott isn't here, let's be the surrogate for him. Diablo 4 confirmed. Diablo 4 confirmed. He knew it. Uh, and he was only wrong 379 times. I literally just played the demo. Like, just this moment. It is. It's weird to call something so dark, dreary, and covered in death and viscera beautiful. But it is a beautiful <laughs> dark, dreary, viscera-covered game. So, are you a uh, Diablo 1 and 2 child, or no. Diablo 3 child? No. I didn't have a computer. <laughs> uh, we had a computer when Diablo 2 was out, but it couldn't run Diablo 2. Oh, okay. Um, uh, it wasn't... It wasn't in, I, I got on... I really got on board with Warcraft 3. I played Diablo 2 over at my friends, but I never, it was never my game that okay. I could play when I wanted to. And I tried going back post... Wow, to play Diablo 2. I can't. That game yeah. is hideous. I can't play a 4x3 <laughs> game. Uh, I can't believe that Diablo 2 Remastered was turned announced. out not to be an announcement because <laughs> yeah. I was actually excited because I wanted to play through Diablo 2 and it not looked like butt. Um, but here we are. With yeah. uh, I will just have to settle for Diablo 4, which is <laughs> gorgeous and clearly too far out because <laughs> I just yeah. want to play it. I, I agree. totally makes sense that they didn't announce this last year because they're being pretty coy about when the hell this is releasing. They are, for Diablo, for everything, uh, I guess, except for... Except uh, Shadowlands. Well, okay, so for Diablo and Overwatch 2, they are not saying anything, which is 
surprising to me because when they uh, talked about Overwatch the first time, they were like, beta next year. We're fine. We're, yeah. we're doing it. And now, nothing. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, Diablo 4, I'm also a Diablo 3 child. Mm-hmm. And it felt very comfortable. And that's reassuring to me because I think there is a lot of great stuff in Diablo 3. And I was afraid that in their quest to regain the core of what Diablo is, they would kind of abandon um, the great elements of Diablo 3 or pull it back a little bit too much. And it doesn't seem like they did at all. They brought the cool stuff from 2, from 1, and from 3, and they're mixing it together into an experience that is really enjoyable. Yeah, it's, a, I, it's the same vibe I got. Was like, what do you like about Diablo? It's all here. Mm. Like, we have, it's very much a a product of all lessons learned. Yeah, um, and I can't get over how much just being able to jump up and down with the verticality within the world itself. Or even just climbing, like, you know, yeah. climb down, and you actually climb down, and there's no loading screen, you're just moving up. There's a verticality to the, the, wor- the, the, the world design um, that we haven't seen in Diablo before. And it seems minor until you actually sit there and experience it, and you realize just how it's just a, one more step into the immersion. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I was playing a barbarian, so I was, like, leaping over chasms <laughs> or leaping up and down from cliffs, and it was so rad. And it's not that you can't do it in Diablo 3. It's more that Diablo 3 feels like a small mini level that's the bubble you walk around. Mm-hmm. This feels like a world you're exploring a lot more. Um, it's if, if you, It feels more like there's a, a, we're going back to a more of a human touch as to what we're exploring, the world that we're in. I guess. As yeah. opposed, like it doesn't feel as randomly generated. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know. Even though, I mean, the dungeons at least are very much randomly generated. Yeah, yeah, but... Um, But it's also kind of, I guess it's weird to say this about Diablo, but it feels a little bit lived lived in, or like there's life in in the world, because they, with very careful touches, they integrate players, other players, into your, uh, uh, instance... And you see them. Yeah, I ran across this poor sorcerer. sorcerer. It was just getting whooped up on by a couple of named mobs, <laughs> and I, I like leapt in, and I felt like an awesome. And then we all, both almost died, and we barely made it out with our our lives. And and um, that feels better than any other. Well, I guess than Diablo with the drop in, drop out. It's not that. It's almost. I guess I play a lot of Destiny, and so do you. It felt a little bit Destiny-ish, but with less people around. It's like the people were brought in when it made sense for you to encounter people. Yes. yes. And, um, yeah, they talked about this a little bit during the panel and confirmed that feeling, which is they will bring no one in when you're supposed to be alone, but in, like, towns or, or when there is a uh, like an, almost an, an event. overworld, an yeah. overworld area, you know, yeah. before you go down into, like, a dank dungeon. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you will run across people. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny because... It's like we're learning. The games are learning from each other. Like Destiny, when I first played, I'm like, oh, it's like kind of like Diablo with guns. And now I'm playing Diablo Four. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like Destiny. But the social aspects are very much. Yeah, there's a lot of. um, And I I want to insist on this. It feels good. 
it doesn't feel crowded. It doesn't feel like you're forced into playing with a lot of people. It's just that they're there when it makes sense that they would be there. So. It's yeah. And when you're in a place where you're like, there would probably be other adventurers here. You will see other yeah. adventurers. And when you're in a place where you're like, I feel like I should feel isolated and terrified and lost. Yeah. You're not going to see other players unless you brought them with you. Yeah, on yeah. on purpose. On a, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it just feels good. Like it's not it's not reinventing the wheel for sure. It is more Diablo. Yes, yes. But it is more we, very well made Diablo. We had a lot of uh, discussions about what Diablo Four could be. We were like, oh, maybe third person, maybe something. I was still really this hoping for that because I want to. I, I I just want to explore a different Blizzard world that like from not an isometric feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, this game looks just so great, and I. It has been a while since I've gone back to Diablo 3. Yeah. Uh, and I loved Reaper of Souls. I played a lot of it. <laughs> uh, like a lot of Reaper yeah, of Souls. And uh, I, uh, I, it, it's been a while. And now having literally just before we sat down to record this, played the Diablo 4 demo, I'm just like, I need this. Um, and and uh, the most negative thing for me is the weight because I know it's going to be weight. Yeah, it's going to be kind of. Like it feels to me like it's going to be an old school Blizzard weight. Like we might be two years out. So, knowing you know how much they suffered from the weight between the announcement and of Diablo three and the release, which was four years, I really think they're going to try to not repeat that. Yeah, but um, we'll see. Yeah. The the one thing I want to touch on before we move on is the gameplay, which. Uh, is, I think, somewhat akin to that of Diablo 3, mm-hmm. but a lot more, a lot slower, a lot more deliberate. You have to choose when you use an ability for the most part, and uh, uh, it's not like fireworks everywhere. Not in the visual sense, which a lot of people complain about, but at least at the level that we were playing at, it was like, don't press the abilities all the time because you won't make it. So yeah. that was... Uh, pretty cool. Yeah, you needed to be tactical yeah. in the way that you use your abilities. Yeah. I mean, we also had a pretty pared down options as far as the abilities were concerned, sure. so that may change. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to, like on the Barbarian, I had to manage my rage. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, okay, what am I doing? And I had one move that was like distinctly a finisher and it left me vulnerable mm-hmm. and it could be good, but if I use it at the wrong time, I'm taking way more damage than I need to. Yeah. Um, and that, that, that was like instantly a little mini game that I wrapped my brain around. I was like, cool. Yeah, that gameplay loop is pretty. Yeah. And that right click when you. With the oh, thing and the, the right click on the. Oh, so you played a barbarian as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I forget what sure. the ability is called, but it like yeah. just a visceral sense of impact. Yeah, uh, which is exactly what a I people. want from my barbarian. A people. There you go. Matt, you're, you have a. I have a, a good memory for, for two days, and then I forget everything. <laughs> uh, well, it's a good we'll, thing we recorded today. <laughs> yeah, so we should wrap we, this up. We got to get yeah, to another oh, panel. We have to. Uh, we'll talk about all of this a lot more with Scott. I'm sure yeah. uh, at the end of the week. Overwatch 2, I guess we are just a very quick word. Um, it feels cool. It's more meaty than the um, missions in the current game. It's a weird thing. They, they're essentially just adding PvE. Everything else is transferring to Overwatch 1. Yep. But um, the big thing... Skins. Yeah, everything. Yep. The, the big thing is um, the, the, it feels cool, but we won't know how cool it is until we have an impression on replayability. And that is impossible to judge by just one mission. Um, And so I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit like in the Left 4 Dead kind of vibe, and that could be cool. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, World of Warcraft or 
Titan type thing. No, no, I didn't uh, get that vibe at all. Yeah. I didn't get the vibe. It just looks really fully featured. Uh, yeah. and I, I, it's not me trying to like dump on OG Overwatch, but I mean, it really, it, it's strange. It feels like a, a traditional like game on a, on, a, on a shelf that gets sequels. Um, it's just that it, it wasn't annual. We didn't get Overwatch 2 the yeah. year after Overwatch 1, but it feels that way. Like I remember going from Gears of War 1 to Gears of War 2 and being like, That's oh my good, god, yeah. the jump in, in what you can do in this game compared to the first one. Um, and like Horde mode being added and that, at that time, I was like, wow, what a, what a full, robust Update next step and, yeah. and that's how, that's what Overwatch 2 feels very much to me like is like it, it feels like console uh, uh, changes like from game 1 to game 2 to game 3 mm-hmm. um, so I think that's a good thing and I think it works for Overwatch yeah. but um, yeah I haven't had any hands time, hands on time with that it feels cool I'll have to come back around it's fun it. yeah, well, but so. we need I, I think that's the one we need more info on the most yeah yeah. so we need to shut this down because we need to go see the Q&A yes and uh, I need to break this gear down before we move so alright uh, everybody Talk to hope you, you enjoyed this we'll, we'll see you in a longer form podcast very very soon absolutely bye now mm-hmm.